How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are here to break down the Bears' Week 5 matchup with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Welcome to our pregame show. As you can realize, this video is up on Thursday morning. The Bears will face off against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tonight at 7.20 Central Time on Thursday night football. I would like to say before we get into this one, do us a favor, whatever platform you're listening on, uh, subscribe slash follow. We're getting so close to 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. Also are doing great on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. So keep up the support and we'll keep the videos coming for you guys. I am your host, Chris Malpe. And today to break down this week five matchup in primetime, I am joined with both of my co-hosts, Jalen McClinton, and also video producer and editor here at Bear Down. Zach Rimbos is joining us for this one. How's it going, guys? You going good for me? Uh, we play tomorrow or today when you're seeing this. So, uh, just enjoying that. And, uh, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, nothing really new recording again back here and, uh, just been doing work and homework and whatnot, but I'm ready, ready to talk some bears. Yeah, let's get into it. We've got a Thursday night football matchup this week. Before we get into our meet the opponents section of the pregame show, by the way, in case you guys are new and don't know how our pregame shows work here, we basically round up our entire week's content into one episode and then make our predictions at the end of the video. Uh, so we'll start talking a little bit about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll hop into some key matchups in the game. We'll answer a couple of your guys' questions, and then we will make our predictions at the end. But before we do any of that, let's take a look at both teams' injury reports. For the Bears, they have ruled out backup safety Deion Bush with a hamstring versus the Bucks. Also, Sherrick McManus with a hamstring as well is doubtful. Darnell Mooney did practice all week, but he is questionable with a shoulder injury. Uh, reporters say he is expected to play. Taking a look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they are looking quite hobbled. Uh, they have ruled out wide receiver Chris Godwin, running back LaShawn McCoy, and wide receiver four Justin Watson tomorrow night versus the Bears or tonight uh, when you guys are watching this. Also, wide receiver one Mike Evans and wide receiver three Scotty Miller are questionable. Uh, Evans with an ankle, Miller with a hip slash groin, and then running back Leonard Fournette is doubtful with an ankle injury. So seems like this Bucks's offense is going to be very, very hobbled going into this one. Even if guys like Miller and Evans play, uh, it seems like they won't be playing at least uh, to their full potential because of those injuries and in the short turnaround to this week. But taking a look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man, they are a good team that has been very resurgent uh, thus far. Obviously, they enter this game 3-1, facing off against the Bears tomorrow night. Tom Brady, the biggest move of the offseason. He went to Tampa. He's been great so far. 101 for 155, 1,122 passing yards, 11 touchdowns, and four interceptions. It's also worth noting that in Brady's last six games, both with the Patriots and the Buccaneers, he has thrown four pick sixes, and I think two or three of those have been this season. Taking a look at the rushing stats for the Bucs, uh, Ronald Jones II has led the way, 57 carries, 253 yards, and a touchdown. And for their receiving, Scotty Miller, that wide receiver three out of the slot, has led the way with 15 receptions for 250 yards and a touchdown. This Bucks offense looks like it's going to be banged up. Uh, after the injury report came out, the spread actually went from five and a half point favorite for the Bucks to three and a half point favorite with the over under at this game for 44.5. Taking a look at a couple of their team stats, they've scored 30 points per game while allowing 23 per game. They've had uh, about 378.3 
yards per game. Uh, the Bears have allowed 256.5 per game. Also, uh, the Buccaneers' defense, very good up front, a little bit of a weary secondary. Uh, they only allowed 64.3 rushing yards a game, but have allowed opposing quarterbacks to pass for an average of 271 yards. So let's talk a bit about the Buccaneers before we head further into this coverage. Uh, Jalen, I want to pass it to you first. We've been talking about them all week, and it'll be interesting to hear what Zach has to say. But what do you think about this Tampa Bay squad, and do you think the Bears can take advantage of them because they have a lot of injuries heading into this one? You know, we should. We've been getting lucky with a lot of injuries going on through the first through the, through the first four weeks of the NFL season. Um, against the Lions, we Kenny Galladay got hurt, and then their three corners went down in the beginning of the, in the end of the game. Uh, in the second week, uh, Saquon Barkley tore his ACL. Sadly, you know, third week we didn't play. We they they had a bunch of injuries. Julio was out and stuff like that. So, um, if we want to win games, you know, it, injuries happen. And when teams are missing their best players, we have to capitalize off of that, you know, sadly. But that that's just the way it is in the NFL. So um, they're still a good team. They still have Tom Brady. I'm pretty sure Mike Evans is still going to play. They still have Rob Gronkowski. You know, he's not looking like Gronk, but he's starting to get there. Um, he made a big catch uh, against the Chargers that I, that I was that, that I saw. It was like it was pretty good catch, actually. Um, you know, they still got Cameron Bray. He's a good tight end. Ronald Jones had a very solid, solid game um, against the Chargers. I think he had over 100 yards or something like that, averaging like 5.7 uh, yards a carry. Tom Brady is still Tom Brady. He's he's going to get his. He threw five touchdowns last game. So uh, if we want to be able to stop this offense, we have to capitalize off him not having, um, you know, Leonard Fournette or Chris Godwin and, and, and Watson and stuff like that. So this is definitely going to be a big game for the defense. Yeah, ESPN's matchup predictor does give the Buccaneers a 65.6% chance to win this one. Look, uh, the Buccaneers have had a 12-year playoff drought, but it looks like they're going to be back in it this year. This team has won three games in a row coming off of a loss versus the New Orleans Saints in Week 1. Tom Brady, a six-time Super Bowl champion, is 5-0 and against the Bears. You have to respect what this Tampa Bay team is able to do, but they are coming into this game very hobbled, so we'll see. Uh, what happens there? It should be an interesting one. Zach, I want to pass it to you. What do you think about these Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Yeah, I mean, they have such a good – they have a talented uh, uh, secondary, and, you know, it's pretty young. Um, and they have don't have a lot of injuries on that side of the ball. But, I mean, on their offense, obviously, like you said and like Jalen said, uh, they have a lot of injuries. So we got to take, uh, take that into – you know, I mean, we can't take it lightly because um, they still do have a great, lot of great offensive pieces – uh, we can't walk in this game expecting anything like the past four weeks, honestly. Um, like you guys said, like Jalen said, uh, we've been pretty lucky in terms of that, especially us. Uh, besides Tariq Cohen, he, luckily he just underwent ACL surgery and was successful. So uh, prayers up to him on that recovery. But um, other than that, you know, we got to be effective in, in the air. And they've been missing – they're missing some offensive pieces. So uh, it's going to be kind of a battle of defenses here in my opinion. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, this Tampa Bay defense is one that you definitely can't overlook. Uh, one of their inside linebackers and a defensive end were on the injury report to kick off this week, but they were full goes today. It seems like they're going to play William Golston and Jason Pierre-Paul. Uh, the linebacking core is incredible in Tampa Bay with guys like Devin White, Levante David, Shaq Barrett. But as Zach mentioned, there is a lot of uh, young players in that secondary, and that's something that the Bears are going to have to look to attack. Carlton Davis, Antoine Winfield Jr., who has been a stud so far, but their cornerbacks have not performed 
as greatly. Sean Murphy Bunting, we all remember, was drafted just a few years ago. Uh, a great offensive line for them, though. Allie Marpet, Ryan Jensen, Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa. Uh, yeah, you know, they're going to be hobbled at wide receiver. Uh, it seems like we might see someone like a Tyler Johnson or a Jaden Micken step in. But uh, their tight ends are very solid, and that's been a position that the Bears have struggled with thus far this season. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, Cameron Brait, O.J. Howard just put on IR with a torn Achilles last week, so hope he has a quick recovery, but he is going to be out this one, obviously. And then Ronald Jones is going to lead the way as long as, uh, as well as Kashawn Vaughn, uh, the rookie. Uh, it doesn't seem like Leonard Fournette or LaShawn McCoy is going to play in this one, so it should be very interesting. Next, we're going to head into our three key matchups uh, segment of this pregame show. Basically how it's going to go is me, Zach and Jalen are all going to pick the positional matchup in which we think is most important in this one. And I'm going to kick it off. I think the positional matchup the bears have to take advantage of in this game. If they want to give themselves a shot to win is going to be the bears secondary versus Tampa Bay's wide receivers. We see the, the hobbled, uh, Tampa Bay wide receivers, Mike Evans, Scotty Miller don't seem like they're going to be full goes, uh, if they do play, they're probably not going to be the most healthy and be able to do what they would normally do if they're healthy. And they might even not play. So it should be interesting. You know, Jalen Johnson and Kyle Fuller have been great so far this season. Uh, I know Zach made an Instagram post a couple days ago about what Jalen Johnson was able to do. But Kyle Fuller's been targeted 21 times this season, has allowed just eight completions for a total of 99 yards in zero touchdowns, uh, opposing quarterbacks hold a passer rating of 33.6 when throwing at Fuller. And then Jalen Johnson, the second-round pick out of Utah, has also been superb so far this season. We saw him get burned uh, on one play last week by, uh, I believe it was Zach Paschal. But otherwise, you know, quarterbacks have a 45.5% completion rate uh, when targeting him, and he ranks second in the NFL in passes defended with seven. So this Bears secondary is going to have to step up. It doesn't seem like Tom Brady's going to have all of his wide receivers in this game, uh, and they're not going to be healthy. So if the Bears want to take Tampa Bay off the field in this game, they're going to have to defend the pass incredibly well. Uh, you know, they might be missing some wide receivers. They might uh, have some wide receivers that are not the healthiest, but at the end of the day, it's still a six-time Super Bowl champion uh, and the greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady throwing the ball to these guys. So you're going to have to play good pass defense, and maybe we get a pick six on them ourselves. So that's going to be my uh, key factor in this one, our secondary versus the wide receiver slash quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you next. What positional matchup do you think is most important in this game if the Bears want to give themselves a chance to win? Uh, so I was gonna go with our secondary versus their wide receivers or their offense in general, but I'm to you know I'm gonna switch it up and I'm gonna go with um our offensive line versus their defensive line, or their front seven. Uh, they have a nasty front seven. You know they have Jason Pierre-Paul, Ndamukong and Sue. Uh, Shaq Berry had an amazing season last year. Levante David at linebacker, uh, as well as Devin White, who was a top five pick in last year's draft. Um, our offensive line did not play well at all last week. Uh, it was constant pressure on Nick Foles. I think we only gave up one sack or, or yeah, I think it was like one. But, you know, we, we should have given up way more than that. Uh, DeForest Buckner was putting pressure on us. Justin Houston was getting back there. Like a, a lot of – we were getting completely manhandled on the offensive, on the offensive line. And so, uh, you know, if we want to be able to have a, a decent offense or be able to move the ball down the field, we have to protect Nick Foles. Uh, 
we when we benched Mitchell, we lo- we lost his athletic ability to get out the pocket and, and run for first downs. But we, you know, that that doesn't really matter. Nick Foles is our quarterback now, and he's not Nick. He's not Mitchell Trubisky. He's gonna stand in the pocket and take hits. So we have to protect. We have to pr- protect for him so he can have time in the pocket. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with you more, Jalen. It's funny because you didn't mention two players in that Tampa Bay front seven. Uh, obviously, they run a base three four D. Uh, and it's funny because the two players that you didn't mention are players you might not know about, but are still notable players in this league. And Vita Vea, who obviously was just drafted a couple of years ago, and William Golston. So, if the Bears want to give themselves a chance, it's going to be hard to get the run game going in this one. I, I got to be completely honest. Um, taking a look at. Indianapolis, how they came into their game against us. They came into the game against the Bears allowing 113 yards per carry or or, uh, yards per game. Uh, (laughs) That would be a lot of yards per carry. But uh, you know what? Uh, The Bears only rushed for 28 yards. And then you look at this game, Tampa Bay comes in allowing only 64.3 yards per game to opposing running backs uh, slash quarterbacks, I guess you could say. And we'll see how this one goes. I mean, it looks to be trending downwards, but I will say Jason Pierre, Paul, Indomitian Sue, uh, some of these guys aren't the same as they used to be in the past. It's going to be tough for the Bears to get their tight ends involved because, uh, you know, these tight ends are either going to be facing off against someone like a Levante David, a Shaq Barrett, or you look at their strong safety in Antoine Winfield. So the Bears are definitely going to have to try and keep a clean pocket for Foles, and I do believe that they'll be able to take advantage of this Tampa Bay secondary because it's quite young, and we've seen quarterbacks do it in the past. Teddy Bridgewater, I believe, 367 passing yards against them in Week 2. Uh, obviously, the Panthers lost that game. But we also saw uh, Justin Herbert last week throw for almost 300 yards and three touchdowns. So Nick Foles is going to have to step up in this game, and the offensive line is going to have to block well if he wants to get that ball out in a timely fashion. Zach, I'm going to pass it to you now. You can go with one of ours if you want, but what positional matchup do you think uh, is going to be the most important in this one? I absolutely agree with Jalen. I think the biggest one is going to be offensive line versus their defensive line because uh, I mean, we talk about Nick Foles. Uh, he's been he's really great uh, as a quarterback under pressure. Um, but last week against the Colts, like you were saying, the Colts allowed 113 uh, yards per game in the rushing, um, and and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers less than that. Um, we need to get this uh, running game effective. We need to be able to pound it, uh, pound the rock. And we haven't been able to. We actually don't have a rushing touchdown this season, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have four. Uh, so that's gonna be the biggest thing is. Uh, we do have to establish somewhat of a running game. We have to be a lot better than last week. Um, so it starts up front. Uh, and not only that, like Jalen was saying, uh, we don't have, you know, I mean, Nick Foles is really, really great under pressure. He's actually one of the best in the league under pressure uh, when throwing the ball. But you have to give him a little bit more time. We have to be able to make those passes and get first downs. And that's when it comes down to, uh, especially in the running game. So I, I think the biggest matchup of the game uh, coming off last week and a bounce back week for the offensive line has to be the offensive line versus their defensive line, um, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, uh, it should be interesting to see how the Bears' offensive line handles the front seven of the Giants. You know, I will say you got to give credit where credit is due in this. Uh, and I think I just said Giants. I meant to say Buccaneers. Uh, we played so many teams recently. I, I my head's on a swivel, but uh, it, uh, you got to give credit where credit's due. The Buccaneers' front seven is very good. Uh, but also the Bears' interior offensive line has been good. you got to give credit to Jermaine Fetty. He's been pretty good uh, since we slided him, uh, slid him over to guard, uh, and obviously James Daniels and Cody Whitehair are pretty good. I know Cody Whitehair's allowed 10 pressures, and he only allowed 11 last season, but he's still been a bright spot on this offensive line, and James Daniels is great and only continuing to improve. So 
Let's head into our Fan Mail Friday section of this show. Uh, it's the one where we answer your guys' questions from Instagram and the YouTube community tab. We're going to take some more questions today from Parse Instagram, which is Dub Bears IG. Uh, so we're going to take a look at some of the stuff that he's been asked, give you guys a couple answers, and then uh, we'll, we'll make our predictions for this one. So this first question is going to come from... Uh, Dave Propane, he asks, Hey guys, do you think the Bears will get a pick six on Tom Brady? Uh, you know what? I, I like our odds more than I would if Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and Scotty Miller were at 100%. Uh, I, I like that the Bears' secondary has performed incredibly well thus far in 2020. And Tom Brady isn't the same Tom Brady as we've seen in the past. You know, obviously, I still am probably going to pick uh, Tom Brady to take this one home, but. You know what? He isn't the same player that he was in the past. I got to be completely honest. That's just how I see it. Uh, he, he forces a couple throws, and uh, you get pressure on him, and it's a good thing. And the Bears hopefully will have Robert Quinn playing the full game this time. He's been on a snap count ever since he's come back, uh, has been held out on a lot of rushing downs. Uh, Akeem Hicks has been great, getting a ton of pressures, three and a half sacks for him. That's the most amongst interior linemen in the league, interior defensive linemen, that is. And I believe second or third overall. Uh, for all defensive players. So I think the the Bears will do a decent job against a good offensive line for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, not as good as the Colts uh, at getting pressure on Tom Brady. And hey, maybe he throws up an errant one. Uh, I I would look for Jalen Johnson, hopefully to get his first career pick in this game, if I'm being honest. So Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you. Do you think uh, this becomes the fifth time in Tom Brady's last seven games that he throws a pick six? I was just about to bring that stat up, but uh, you did it for me. I'm going to say yes. Um, you know, we just recorded Fan Mail Wednesday like a couple hours ago, and the question was, was Jalen Johnson going to get a pick? And, and I said yes. So, um, you know, hopefully to pick six, put points on the board, helps the offense out because we're going to need it um, on tomorrow or today as you're watching this. So I'm going to say yes. Tom Brady has, uh, you know, thrown up a lot of bad passes and – sadly for him they got picked off in return for touchdowns so i'll say it happens again hopefully zach what do you think uh it seems crazy just talking about tom brady throwing pick sixes in games but we've seen him do it a lot recently and we've seen him be a little bit more errant than we're used to seeing in the past recently so zach do you think that tom brady does chuck one up to the bears here um i'm gonna be realistic i don't think a pick six happens uh, but I mean, you guys said it yourselves. I mean, this is this is an older quarterback we're talking about. It's still Tom Brady. Um, but I think the biggest thing for this defense, our defense, uh, in coming into this game is uh, we got to get turnovers and we got to give the offense momentum. And I think that he does throw up at least one pick. Hopefully, um, I don't think that's a pick six. But I really like uh, I, I like what you're saying with Jalen Johnson. Hopefully, he gets his first uh, in his career this game. That would be huge. Uh, great momentum for the offense. Obviously, if we could build off of that, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think he throws up one pick this game at least, um, but we got to force that and, and make that happen because they're they're effective in the passing game, and that's uh, something that we have to be looking out for. Yeah, we would hope that the interception streak can continue for the Bears. Obviously, week one, we saw Kyle Fuller get an interception on a tip ball. Week two, Deion Bush got his first career interception. Week three, to Sean Gibson strikes in his as his first time uh, in a Bears uni. And then week four, no charted interceptions, but Khalil Mack almost had a pick six, and then Roquan Smith had an incredible play in the end zone 
that he ended up being out of bounds on. So the Bears' defense has done a decent job at forcing turnovers, and I hope they can do it again in this one. This next question comes from Luke underscore Meyer. He says, do you guys think we have a chance in this game? Honestly, because I don't think it's a big one. Look, Luke, uh, you know what? This is the National Football League. Any team can beat any team on any given day. And looking at how injured the Buccaneers are, um, I, I would give the Bears a shot in this one. Uh, I, I think the offense can't get much worse than we saw it last week. I've said it throughout the entire week of us doing coverage. I think Nick Foles only gets better with this offense as it moves on. And you guys might be saying, like, what are you talking about, Chris? Uh, he was better in week three against Atlanta than he was in week four against the Colts. But that last week was only his first week with the with the ones. Uh, it is a quick turnaround this week, but I think Matt Nagy realizes that he's got a absolutely has to call a better game. And I think the Bears do have a chance. We've seen the Bears defense be very good throughout this season. Um, I think last week was actually the best game they've had all year. Uh, and unfortunately, the offense couldn't hold, uh, couldn't perform up to par. But I, I would give the Bears a chance in this one. Uh, it's going to be tough, very tough to get the run game going uh, offensively, but I think uh, we might be able to open it up a little bit in the passing game, and I think our defense is going to show out in prime time uh, and hopefully do a good job against Tom Brady and some weapons that are not as, uh, I would say, uh, powerful as they normally are. So I would give the Bears a chance in this one. You'll hear my prediction in just a few minutes, but it's the NFL. Anyone can beat anyone on any given day. That That's how it goes in sports in general. So, Jalen, I want to pass it back to you. Uh, you know, you obviously might pick the Buccaneers, but are you giving the Bears a chance here? Um, yeah, like like you said, uh, it's the NFL. Any team is giving a chance to, to win the game. It's, you know, going into the game, nobody's already considered a winner. Uh, you know, week one, we saw a lot of flukes. We saw the Jaguars beat the Colts, and the, the, we, we've seen the Colts have one of the best defenses in the league, and they gave up three touchdowns to Gardner Mitchell with no interception. So um, I'm definitely going give to give us a chance here. Uh, I know that we, we kind of got sent back to reality after being undefeated for the first three weeks of the season. Uh, the offense has to play better. The defense played very well uh, by only allowing up one touchdown. But, um, you know, I, I definitely give, give us a chance right here. The defense is playing great. Uh, you know, they were getting criticized for the first couple weeks of the season, uh, you know, for, for giving up so many rushing yards and, and points and stuff like that. But, yeah, definitely. All right. Well, Zach, uh, we're passing it back around to you again. Obviously, it's going to be hard to pick the Bears in this one, and I probably won't pick them myself. But do you give the Bears a chance in this one? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like both of you said, it's, you know, anybody can come into any given Sunday or Thursday or, uh, you know, Monday, and it doesn't matter. Anybody can win that matchup. It just depends on how you come out onto the field. Um, I think that this Tampa Bay team has uh, been successful, but they've they've also looked virtually kind of similar to the Bears uh, in terms of, I mean, passing touchdowns and interceptions. Uh, they're nearly similar. Tampa Bay has 11 and four interceptions and the bears have 10 touchdowns and five interceptions. I think it'll just be, I think it'll be close because uh, our defense is one of the best in the red zone right now. Uh, it's actually tied for first in red zone um, uh, defenses. And, you know, we're really good on third downs. I think this is going to be a matchup that Tom Brady hasn't necessarily seen yet from a defensive standpoint. Um, so we'll see how it goes, but I wouldn't rule anything out. Yeah, it should be an interesting one, and I think you got to give an underdog a fighting chance in every game. So this last question on the day comes from I cannot find who it is from. Here we go, Nick on uh, Nick dot 
oh god, I can't read this last name. Nick dot Coslanis eleven. He says, "Do you guys think Darnell Mooney gets in for a score in this one?" You know what? Uh, I honestly think he does. Uh, taking a look at some of the teams that the Buccaneers have played, they've allowed some wide receivers uh, to go off. We saw uh, in Week Two both Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore had a hundred plus yards and eight plus receptions. Uh, I believe we saw last week against the Chargers. Obviously, Justin Herbert had a very good game there in his third career start. Uh, you know, he only uh, he threw for three touchdowns, and he should get the start soon for them. But uh, I believe we saw – who was it? Was it J- uh, Guyton, uh, Jalen Guyton, yeah. Uh, he, he had a 72-yard receiving touchdown uh, in that one, and he's a player who is known for his speed, being a deep threat. Uh, you take a look at Mooney so far. He's been pretty good. 13 receptions, 145 yards, 11.2 yards per catch. Uh, also a 33-yard catch uh, as his long and a touchdown uh, in Week 2 against the Giants. We remember his 16-yard score. Uh, you know, he's on pace for 52 catches, 580 yards, and four touchdowns, which would be quite the rookie season for a Bears wide receiver. We saw Nick Foles go at him last week five times for 52 yards. Uh, 10.4 yards per catch for him. So I do think Mooney can get in in this game. Uh, I, I think I would hope the Bears would put up more than 11 points against a Tampa Bay secondary that isn't as great as that of Indianapolis. So, uh, you know, I think all signs point towards Darnell Mooney continuing to get more action as we move forward. And I do think he gets in the end zone here. It may seem like a bold prediction, but I'm more confident in the Bears' wide receiving core than I am uh, the Tampa Bay secondary, even though they've done a decent job thus far. Uh, I think the Bears as wide receivers know that they have to step up in this one, and I think they take advantage of the opportunity. So I'm going to give Darnell Mooney a score in this one, surprisingly. Uh, Jalen, what do you think? Uh, Do you think we could see Darnell Mooney catch his second career uh, touchdown in this one? No, I predicted him to have a big game against the Colts. I said uh, 100 uh, over 100 yards and two touchdowns. That didn't happen, but he, you know, he still had a solid game. He had a uh, that great deep ball catch from Nick Foles, was like a 33 yarder, where he basically went up and, and, and went up and go get it. For a person that's that small, he's like 5'11", 5'10". Uh, you know, he's he's been a very good player for us. He he, he might he might right now he probably might be our, our receiver two over Anthony Miller, and that's crazy to say as we just drafted him in the fifth round uh, this year. So I'm going to say yes, just because I'm I'm a big fan of Darnell Mooney. Uh, he's, you know, already exceeded my expectations for him uh, through the first couple weeks of the season. So uh, hopefully he does. All right, Zach, are we, uh, are, do we have a consensus answer here? Do you think there's a chance that Darnell Mooney could uh, catch his second career score here? Yeah, I think he finds the end zone in this game. Uh, like I said before, it's a young Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Um, and, you know, if they blow a coverage, uh, you can't really blow a coverage against Darnell Mooney. He'll beat you. He's extremely fast. Um, and like Jalen was saying, he's he's stepped up. Uh, he's been a beast. Uh, we've shown love for him on this, on this podcast for a long time since we drafted him. Um, and uh, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, well. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. You think Darnell Mooney will get in the end zone? I mean, I remember raving about Mooney. I mean, if you guys don't know, Zach, for all you new listeners, Zach used to record with us all the time, especially in the summer in quarantine when there was nothing going on. And I remember back when we were doing like uncut 15 to 20 back around when draft time was going on, we were raving about Mooney. So it's good to see him uh, put up some results and I'm sure he's exceeded every one of our expectations. So the time is here to make our picks for this game. 
Uh, I'm not sure who was closest last week, Jalen. It's not even worth going back and looking. I know you normally do that. Uh, I already, I already looked. Oh, go for it. Universe. Go for it. You, you, were, you said 28 to 27. Uh, I said 24 to 20. And then Parth said 20 to 17. Okay, so, so Parth was closest. Basically, yep. but we, we all got it wrong. Yeah, yeah, that was a tough one. But it's time to make our picks for this Week 5 game. Uh, this is going to be my first time picking against the Bears, and uh, it's tough to do so. But uh, I think I'm going to give this one to the Buccaneers by a score of 21-17. to 17. Uh, I hope the Bears can score more than 20 in this one. Ideally, if they attack the air, I would hope that they can do that. But I'm not entirely confident, and I think that this uh, Tampa Bay team has a very good front seven. Uh, you know, if I had to pick anywhere to attack against Tampa Bay, it would probably be their secondary, but their front seven has so much leadership and so much, so many grizzled veterans who know what they're doing. Uh, and then you look at the other side of the ball, it's Tom Brady. He's someone who's been used to having step in wide receivers throughout his career. We've seen guys like Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola get famous from playing with Tom Brady. And before they played with Tom Brady, uh, we, we were like, who the heck is this? So I see Scotty Miller kind of as a player like that, you know, someone who I didn't know before, but now I definitely know because he's leading receivers uh, in Tampa Bay and playing very well for them. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough one. I think our defense does hold them to under four scores. Uh, therefore, I gave them 21, but I think the Bears come up just short. Move to three and two. I'm a lot more confident about the next game we would have, which would be in Carolina in about a week and a half to move to four and two. And we'll obviously get to that coverage here in a couple of days. Uh, I'm sure we'll take a couple of days off after this, but I think it's going to be a tough one. I don't think the Bears are going to get blown out in primetime, but I'm going to give them a loss here to move to 3-2, and 21-17. I've got the Bucks. Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you. Uh, guys, I feel like one of us has to pick the Bears just to be the dark horse, but Jalen, who are you picking on this one? Uh, so I've said this multiple times throughout the last week uh, of our podcast that my birthday is literally – uh, on Friday, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to stay up until my birthday. So I don't want to be upset that my Bears lost uh, a couple hours before my birthday. So I'm going to go with the Bears here. Uh, it might be a little bold, but I think we we match up uh, fairly even, especially with all the, the injuries they have. So I'm going to go 20 to 17 Bears. Uh, we win on a Carol Santos field goal. Hey, it might be a Kai Forbath field goal, but uh, it's too late to sign him now. So, uh, yeah, it would be Cairo Santos, but I understand where you're coming from. I think the, the Bears' defense has a big opportunity to step up in this one, possibly to force some turnovers. It should be a good one. Uh, but, Zach, I'm looping it around to you. This might be the first and only pick you make on our podcast, so you better nail it. Who do you have uh, in this Week 5 matchup? Yeah, boy, that puts a lot of pressure on me. But, uh you know what? I gotta stay faithful. I gotta. I gotta be optimistic here. I'm going with the Bears. I just. I think that, like Jalen said, this matchup is a lot better than people are expecting. They're missing a lot of offensive pieces. Um, our offense needs to step up, and last week was a huge reality check for us, um, especially our defense, who hasn't been that great in the rushing game. But uh, that might not be something that we have to worry about this week. It's more about passing this week. I think. Hopefully, we'll see. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think that we have um, a pretty even matchup here. Uh, I think our offense needs, is going to take a huge leap. Uh, Nick Foles against Tom Brady again since uh, since the Super Bowl. I think it'll be an, a very interesting matchup. Uh, I think Nick Foles is going to be airing it out. And uh, like you said, he's only getting better with this offense. So hopefully we see him turn around this week um, against a, I would say, worst passing defense in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'm going to give the Bears an edge 24-21. 
That's interesting. I'm going to look like uh, quite the idiot if the Bears somehow do pull this one out. But I would like to say before we close this one out, we're going to be putting up our post-game show tomorrow night after the game. It should be fairly late. We're going to have Zach and Jalen back here. We're going to be reacting to the game, talking about what the Bears need to improve to uh, improve upon heading into their Week 6 matchup with the Carolina Panthers. feels crazy how quick this game week blew by, but we are playing on Thursday, so be sure to tune back in tomorrow night. It's going to be a very late one, but if you stay up, it'll be worth it. We're going to be putting out our Bear, get, uh, our bear Down postgame show, uh, instant analysis and reactions to Bears versus Buccaneers. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, beardown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs basically every day there. There's a ton of people that work super hard for us behind the scenes. So be sure to go check out our website if you want more Bears content. If you'd like to find the podcast on Instagram or Twitter, do us a favor. Go follow us on both platforms at Bear Down. We're planning to do another giveaway soon, probably in the month of October. And uh, we always do good giveaways. So if you want to be uh, involved in a free giveaway, we might give away a jersey, maybe some signed memorabilia. Do us a favor, go follow us on those platforms. And finally, you can find the link to all of our social media down in the description. Zach's Instagram is also down there as well. Zach Rimbos, Jalen McClinton. The time to talk is over. That was probably the quickest game week uh, we've had in quite some time. It's been a long time grinding here, uh, but we're going to keep the content coming. Post game show tomorrow night. Hopefully, it's a good one heading into Jalen's birthday. But uh, any last words, guys? Please don't lose. Please, please, please don't lose. <laughs> yeah, those are great last words. I mean, these last couple of weeks, it almost seems like it, it kind of feels like we are 0 4. Obviously, we're not, but it's been very tough, stressful times for Bears fans. So. Uh, hopefully it's not as stressful tomorrow night and we can get things clicking. But uh, other than that, happy early birthday to Jalen. So, Also still uh, praying for Parth, who doesn't know whether or not he's got COVID, but hopefully he'll be back with us soon. Uh, obviously Zach's kind of the fill-in guy when, when he's out. But, yeah, it should be an interesting one. I feel like if we can win against Tampa Bay, uh, it'll show that our offense against the Colts just wasn't up to par and that the Colts' defense is legit and we could get the thing we could get things going uh right back on track. But you know what? If we do lose this one, we're still three and two. We're still in the hunt and we're heading to Carolina and that'll definitely be a very important game, especially if we drop this one. But moving to four and one would be great. And let's see if we can do it. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. Bears versus Bucks Thursday night football kickoff at seven. 20 central time it's been a pleasure to be your host of this pregame show once again my name is chris malpe bears fans be sure to look out for our postgame show coming out tomorrow after the game and as always stay safe and bear down we'll see you in the postgame show peace